Packaging. Follow us on Instagram at yellowpackaging604. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're listening to Yellow Packaging by Jesslyn and Colton. We're two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, and about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back, listen up, and get a new view on what it's like. And get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. Hello, hello. Hi, hi, hi. What's this up? is, uh, hi, nothing much really. How are you? I'm good. This is Fantastic. episode 31. This is 31, and it's a special episode. I think it's a very special episode. You know why? Why? Because there's someone special here. Oh shit, I didn't even see him. Yeah, <laughs> <there> me? <laughs> me? <laughs> so, our special guest, he's uh, Vancouver's bad boy of comedy, producer of a few shows in the city, Blood Feud, Stand Up versus Improv. Craft and the Furious, Yellow Fever, one of our favorite shows, a comedy show. Um, he's also a semifinalist for the JFL Northwest. No, that's wrong. Serious sorry, XM. Serious FM. And he was, oh, sorry. We're on satellite now. I know. It's totally, I'm messing it all up. But he's a semifinalist for Serious FM. XM. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Top comic. Oh. It's radio. Who yeah. listens to them anyway? He's never going to come back. <laughs> he's also won Tweet of the Year with GFL Northwest Comedy Awards. This guy's also a killer cross-stitcher. And he's super cute. Preach. Maddie Boo. <laughs> Yay. Clap, 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 applause. The only thing I'm proud of <laughs> proud about in that list is my cross-stitching. <laughs> I saw your cross-stitching, and that shit is pretty awesome. Thank you. Do you sell that stuff online? No. So you just have, like, a whole collection, or do you just get rid of it I afterwards? just give them away to friends. Some of them are commissions that, like, a friend have been like, make this for me, and we'll trade art, which is a lot of fun to do. Uh, yeah, I imagine like there might be a big giant wall of like just cross stitching at your house. Oh, there's that's only, what I thought. I only have one on my wall, and I cross stitched a QR code of my Wi-Fi <laughs> so that I can just like go in with their phone. That's awesome. And that's brilliant. That's the only cross stitch I have of my own. I think my favorite after looking on your website is it Maddievu dot the Maddievu the Maddievu dot com. Um, yeah. Was the it was like to do list finish this cross and then, yes. fin- yeah. and then the, the I nin- still have that one I don't want to sell it <laughs> that's a good one yeah I mean you have to finish it no nope. <laughs> I've sewn up the back already you can't access anything anymore <laughs> so yeah you're an excellent cross stitcher mm-hmm. and you. you're, you're kind of a big deal so no, I'm not a big deal <laughs> I'm okay at best he's kind of a big celeb a national. so is um that top comic thing is that a national that is a national competition uh we did auditions at uh yuck yucks like two months ago okay yeah and then like the top three would go to the online voting so i got top three of that so now i'm in the online voting phase which starts in august at some time yeah I don't know when i do know when they just say okay, i'm not allowed yeah. to say when it starts right but like it should start soon hopefully I'm just tired of waiting. <laughs> yeah, totally. We'll post it too, and we'll share it. Awesome, that'd be great. That's um, the most important thing. It's 21 days of voting. <laughs> it is going to be a. Then we're going to remind people because we have a lot of listeners. Uh, I I made 21 cross stitches for every one of those. Days. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> you should sell them though. Like, yeah, have you an should. Etsy page. Like, there's one I did want. On, I'll tell you later. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. um, save really it for cute. your suite. Yeah, that'll be my suite. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I also saw that you posted a video at Yuck Yucks. Was that part of the competition? That video on your on my website? website? Oh, that was last year. That was last year. Okay. That was last year's top comic that I did not get through. Okay. But it's just a nice video. It is I a nice get. video. <laughs> so when I get this new video, I'll just replace it with this better video. Got okay, it. Sweet. Um. So. How did you hear about the top comics? Is that just something? It's just a big do? national competition. Cool. I think they've done it for a couple of years, and like the prize is like twenty five grand. Damn. Damn. Yeah. And then like you get to do JFL Montreal, Vancouver, Toronto, and Australia. So doing the tour too. So that so would be. Is this your cool. first time doing it? Uh, the first time doing the online voting part. Yeah. So that's nerve wracking. 
Okay, I'm sure you get this a lot, mm-hmm. um, but how did you get into comedy? Yeah. Also, like I read that you did this later on, so this wasn't something. Yeah, I only started stand-up when I was 29, turning 34, like in That's a awesome. Week. Ooh. Um, yeah, I... I was always a comedy fan. Like I love yeah. Dave Letterman is like my go-to guy, mm-hmm. and I would stay up late as a kid. Yeah, to watch him when I was probably like ten or twelve. <laughs> so I was always a comedy fan, and then like I took a class with Instant Theater. Mm, yeah. To like kick my ass to finally get on stage, and yeah. that was the biggest thing was getting on stage because I was just watching so much comedy, and even like Graham Clark who has a Monday show yeah. at Havana. I would go to that every week. Mm-hmm. And then Thursdays at Jokes Plays at Little Mountain, I would always go to that. And then they were like, why aren't you just doing comedy? And, <laughs> and then it. I did it. And then now I'm just there all the time. It's true. We saw you there. Well, I saw you there. Yeah, that's where I first saw you too was at Jokes Please. So. Yeah, I love Jokes Please and I love Little Mountain Gallery. Yeah, Little Mountain Gallery is awesome. It's just like, it's kind of a good way to kind of expose yourself to comedy, but like on a more local level, which I really Yeah, um, it's more, really cool. it feels better than the club. And it's, for sure, more diverse than the club. Yeah, like Yuck Yucks, for example. Like, no, it just does the appeal. I find like Little Mountain Gallery has a lot more of appeal to me. Mm-hmm. Than, and there's so intimate. many. There's a vi- variety of shows. Yeah, you're like, oh, I want to see stand up. So yeah, like, stand up. I want to see improv. I want to see yeah. a sketch. Or like my stupid craft in the Furious show, which is awesome. Which is <laughs> where you watch Fast and the Furious and yeah. do crafts. Uh, it's just silly and fun, and that's what I love about comedy. Yeah, it doesn't take itself too seriously, yeah. which is really great. And that's what I hate about the club. It's just like. Everybody thinks it's like a job to a lot of people and it yeah. takes the fun out of it. Totally. And then, yeah, and then it's just a lineup of all white people. And I'm like, that's not fun to me. <laughs> so just to, just, just to, for our listeners who can't see you, are you, um, so you are Vietnamese? I'm, I'm 100% Vietnamese. And you were yeah. born where? I was born in Edmonton. Edmonton. And then I moved to Vancouver when I was nine. Nine. Yeah. So do you still have like memories of Edmonton or? Oh you... yeah. All like snow memories and playing and skating on lakes and all that kind of stuff like real very canada <laughs> real, like, very yeah canada the canada postcard. thing and then yeah. vancouver is like oh there's none of that <laughs> so when you were nine was west was um the west edmonton mall still a thing oh yeah i i still love malls and i think that's wise because i would always just go to that mall <laughs> there's still a mall rat i'll go happily spend time at metro town for two hours and buy nothing <laughs> totally it's like there's a certain nostalgic feeling about going to malls and stuff yeah. i find right it's yeah. just like you can like from like the type of food that they have at the food courts and mm-hmm. like the type of shops that they have. Sometimes just... you just crave mall food. I'm like, yeah. Oh, mall food. yeah, like that's New York I don't know, fries or like <laughs> Panda works. Express or whatever the Flaming Walks or whatever. I don't yeah. know what they had there, but uh, Cinnamon Man- Walks. <laughs> Walks. Yeah, that's it. Shiny meat. Cinnamon <laughs> buns. You yeah. know, it's like I love the malls for that, but I think I think you only learn to appreciate it once you're not living in it. Yeah, does that make sense? I worked at. Uh, Champs for a while. And then, <laughs> at Metro Town? At Center. Oh, Lowheed nice. Center. When I was going to SFU, uh, I was there and then just eating mall food for lunches. <laughs> yeah, like what, six ninety nine for three sides and uh, fried rice yeah. or something like that? <laughs> a lot of KFC. I love fried chicken. Miss <laughs> Finelli's, that would be my go-to. Miss Finelli's pizza and a pasta. Oh, that pizza was so bad. It was awful. <laughs> but and then Taco Bell. Like garbage pizza. Taco Bell is the greatest. Yeah. Taco Bell. <laughs> I was in Coquitlam on Sunday. They have a Taco Bell there? They do. Oh, what? Wow. Yeah, my friend's like, I want to go look at plants at Artnet. I was yeah. like, well, we're going to Coquitlam. <laughs> I want Taco Bell because there's none in this city. And it's totally. stupid. Yeah. Taco it's like time. That's the one. It's at PC. Yeah, they, the they have one in uh, the building they live in, too. But it's like. It's nowhere near the same. Yeah, it's not the same. I don't know. Yeah, but I hear what you mean, though. It's like. When I do make a trip out to the suburbs, it's like I crave all that stuff, like like the Cinzios and the Colonel's mm-hmm. popcorn and like all the stuff you can't really get in the city. Well, when I moved to Vancouver, there was one Taco Bell and it was in Squamish. Yeah. And there was none in like Greater Vancouver. And like in Edmonton, yeah. in Edmonton, they were everywhere. Yeah. So I like I always wanted it. Like my birthday, I was like, I want Taco Bell. Let's go to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But now it's like you can't really find Taco Bells anywhere. No, now they're so. gone again. But. If you Unless find you it, go to get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Coquitlam. Totally, that's awesome. Okay, so my question for you is: Before you got into the whole comedy scene, was mm-hmm. did you find yourself more of an introvert or an extrovert? I was definitely more introvert. I still am. I think I just turn it up for when I have to. Yeah, like right now. <laughs> right now, or like for yeah. comedy and yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's right, like right. it's just a switch that you 
can do it. Do you find it easy to turn it on and off though? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> do you, but I think it's like really crazy though, like for an introverted person to be, to put themselves out there in front of a crowd and to like really be vulnerable. It's like such a hard thing to do. So I really commend you on that. I mean, Jerry Seinfeld says, I forget where he said it, but he's like, uh, I can talk to all of you, but I don't want to talk to one of you. <laughs> right. That's true. Like, it's just one sided. Talking to everybody, I can. It's not a conversation anymore. It's just, it's me. Yeah. Do you ever find that, like, sometimes you just don't want to do a show and you have to do a show? Yep. Yeah. I did one a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and I hated being there and yeah. I didn't want to do it. And I was like, what if I just bomb it on purpose? Have you done that before? No. <laughs> I had. I was, talk- I was at dinner with another friend, and I was like, what if I did this? And my friend was like, you have friends on the show, and don't ruin the show for them. Yeah. So that's why I didn't do it. That's like, true. That was very, like, adult responsible advice yeah. from him, and I, I took You're it. Like, yeah. the expectations, right? I wanted to just tank it so bad. I was like, I don't care. Who cares? But so what... do you have a pep talk then for yourself? Like, yeah. you've you got this. Your glasses look great. <laughs> Your shirt's looking pressed. It's like, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I don't have any of that and it okay. freaks out some comics where i'll just be like we'll be chatting like this yeah. and then someone will be like you're on next and then well i'll just keep chatting right and they're like now you're on and i'm like okay time to go and i walk <laughs> away and it's like i don't have any preparation I right just go and do it do you find that do you find that your the maddie vu that's on stage is different from the maddie vu that you would see on the streets yeah yeah yeah, I probably wouldn't talk to most people on the street. And my headphones in, like looking down or, most of the time. Like, say if it was like your friends, the friends that that know you, versus like when you're on stage. Like, is mm-hmm. it is it the same person, or do you find that you have to like like turn that person off when you're like one to one with people and friends? No, I think it's, it's I think it's on stage is closer to being comfortable. Yeah, uh, which is weird, but like. With my closest friends, it's just like it's not work. And yeah. Sometimes comedy doesn't feel like like once you're up there. Yeah. It doesn't feel like work, but the day before you can stress out like crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It, I I I never really met somebody that was like quote unquote a performer. So mm-hmm. it's like it's really interesting to kind of understand the psyche behind like being on stage in front of a crowd and performing versus being off stage and like if there was a difference and if so like what is I still don't like? see myself as that no you don't like, I still like... don't say I'm a comic I don't say that I'm a performer I'm like yeah I, I do comedy sometimes yeah. is what I'll tell people <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it but like Jesslyn just listed off like just a few of the things that you do and it's like yeah it's crazy it's kind of <laughs> a big crazy. portion of your life I feel yeah. like especially like recently with like the top comic thing just mm-hmm. happened and then serious FM XM. Ah, oh, fuck! I thought it was <laughs> just say serious. Yeah, serious. you know, I'm just serious. 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 The serious. The serious. The letters are messy. That's it. You're cut. No more talking. <laughs> and then I also recorded uh, just JFL Northwest Best of the West compilation album. That's crazy. Oh. Where there's like ten of us on it, which is also crazy and cool that I got to be yeah included in that for sure. But I still won't say I'm a comic. <laughs> no. It, why is that? I don't know. It just it feels weird. When will you? Yeah. Is there something in your mind like, oh, Madison Square Garden? Like, yeah, I do this sometimes. I think it's one of those things where I don't feel like I've earned it. Oh, okay. Is it? Okay. Okay. So, okay, you got it. Okay, go, go. So it's like, you don't feel like, is this like a cultural thing where it's like, you're not deserving of it? Like this Asian kind of like, Asian mom being like, this not isn't a way to make a living yet, and yet. like this and that, you know? I don't know if it's, I think it's a fraud complex. Right, just like I don't, someone's gonna find out I don't belong here and just like kick me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom also ready. doesn't like that I do comedy. No, she doesn't. That's my follow up yeah. too. So it's like you tell them. Yeah. And she's like, no, First, Asian parents. Yeah, they totally. Have like different expectations. As soon as she found out I was doing shows, she's like, "You didn't paid yet?" I was like, "It's been <laughs> two, two months. <laughs> no one's paying me. I'm, not, I'm barely getting paid now, and it's been four years." <laughs> So like fast forward to now, then how does she view your, your 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 uh, I don't know profession? <laughs> well, it's not really my profession. Yeah. The fact that I actually have a professional job that we're not going to talk yeah. about <laughs> um, alleviates the stress on her because she thinks I won't. Yeah, I like won't be homeless or something. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. I can't rely on comedy. Yeah, and not I have, now anyway. Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. Once you win that. Wait 25 grand. Know. That's not enough to live on. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm bougie as hell. <laughs> That's like one week, yo. Yeah, yeah. I'm too fancy. <laughs> Don't worry about 25 grand. 
so growing up, did you have okay? So you said Letterman was like uh, a comedy that comedian that you yeah. kind of looked up to and drew. Did you feel like you drew inspiration? Do you feel like your your I think comedically like his style is more my it's like a conversationally style and yeah. more like there's just like that little bit of sass yeah. to everything he says that right. I for sure am part of. Are there any other comedians that you kind of draw inspiration from? Uh, I love Conan. There's a lot of late night hosts. Conan's I like. awesome. Yeah. Conan I love. Uh, there's a comedian named Jimmy Pardo. Okay. That I love a lot. He's very like quick. Yeah. And like sharp. Like he does a lot of like uh, crowd work in his sets, which right. is something I never do, but I love how he does it. And it's something like when I wasn't doing comedy, I felt more like that because yeah. it was very conversationally and just like zingzy. Yeah. And that's more how I feel like I'm funnier at that stuff than writing jokes. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. So is a lot of what you do improv. I feel like it's, no, it's it so, isn't because yeah. it feels like it does just very conversational, yeah. relaxed. Like you're just like, hey. I, yeah, I purposely kind of like yeah. write that way to make it more comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of jokes that I've never physically written down. I'm just like kind of just off the dome. I have them recorded so many times that I can just like pick out parts from that, but yeah. I've never written the words down how I say them so that's how you do it then you, re- you record yourself and you kind I of record just... every set that I've ever done yeah do you um like prior to like doing a set do you like stand in front of a mirror and like talk to no. yourself like what do you do nope I'll do a little stretch before going on stage yeah but that's about it I'll maybe think about what I want to say yeah I'll write a set list of like the jokes I want to do right but there's times a lot of times where I just like forget about that list and I never see you reading off anything yeah. either I I purposely don't do that. Yeah. I tried. I've seen some comics mm-hmm. and like. If you love, bring notes on stage, yeah. you will read it. So I purposely don't bring anything except for my phone to record. Okay. But then like, how do you, like, how do you memorize like your. Like, oh, your, if, your... if I forget a thing, I deal with it. Even in Top Comic, I forgot a joke in it. And I was like, oh. And then I like had a minute left. I was yeah. like, oh, I forgot that joke. That's why in my head I'm thinking all this. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to like stretch out words longer and like maybe act out of the thing for a little bit longer than normal well, just to like quick. fill the time yeah and that's that's kind of the fun of like not having your notes and i like that okay it's just like now you're forced to do it you have no other option totally do you ever do you ever like repeat skits or like do you ever do you feel like because i know like a lot of comedians like they do the same skit like oh yeah mine's over the same all the time is it i have no new jokes I'm very bad at writing jokes. And, uh, <laughs> I guess we haven't I've been had, to enough shows. I've yeah, never I've had this. I feel like I have the same set. I feel like forever. I've seen you three times, and it wasn't the same. But maybe I just—it's my own self-doubt. Always. <laughs> uh, but I feel like I don't have a—I don't have a huge bank of jokes. Like at most, I'll do like twenty minutes. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. To be at. But that's kind of all. <laughs> what is the average time for like uh, a stand-up comedian to like do a skit for? Five to ten. Five to ten. Yeah. That's, that's your kind of like, that's where most of your sets will be. So do you ever find yourself like you know, driving in the car or just like sitting on, like sitting on the bus or a skytrain or whatever and just like kind of going through a skit in your head? Is like, is that how you like practice? Never the whole thing. Just like bullet points. You're like, just like, okay, do this joke, do this skit. Or like trying to, tra- like figuring out a transition. Yeah. I think that's why a lot of my jokes seem conversational. Yeah. Like my whole set seems conversational because yeah. I plan out how I'm going to jump from one joke to the next. Right. And I think that's a... Something I think about probably more than yeah. Some people you can see they're just like tick tick yeah exactly. That's my set totally. And then we're like okay. And the thing is like I see that with a lot of like the big comedians too, right? It's like they're just going through like like checkpoints, right? So it doesn't seem conversational. But I think Mm -hmm. what I like about it's easy to remember that way too because yeah, you know the flow or like yeah. So you going from joke to joke, you can forget something so easily. Totally, but I kind of like that yours is more like organic in that sense because it does feel like you're just. It's a lie. It's all a lie. It's not organic at all. It's all planned. I know. <laughs> the facade is gone. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so we talked about, like, your favorite comedians. How about comedians that you hate? Comedians that I hate? Yeah, like, who's like, oh, I don't understand why he or she's, like, you know. Yeah, because I've got a couple of those myself. Yeah. It's not like you're, you know, dissing them. Well, you are. You just don't get them. It's like... Uh, I can yeah. see the points of a lot of comics and, like, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. One my biggest pet peeve in comedy, as a person of color, is watching uh, another comic of color who just does jokes about being that race, and um, your whole identity is only based around that, based on that, and based on stereotypes, and just like 
Yeah. That kind of stuff. I go crazy about it. And I, if you guys have seen my set, I avoid it. Yeah. And well, it's also not part of who I am. Yeah. yeah. Totally. It doesn't define you in no. a sense. Yeah. So there's some, I think that's part of why it took so long to do comedy. Yeah. Seeing a lot of Asian comics just doing racist jokes. Totally. Essentially. Yeah. And racist yeah. accents of their parents. And I yeah. never identified with that. Yeah. I feel like like that's how a lot of the big, you know, POC comedians have gone big. Is like that's Russell how you get Peters. big. Yeah, even in this town, the comedians who do that get club dates all the time. Yeah, because people, the crowds love it, and I. Hate it's like easy. To it's easy. It's easy too, comedy. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like poo jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Like with Yellow Fever, our big thing is not booking any of those. Yeah. Especially with, like, your whole audience being Asian people, which is the greatest thing. To yeah. To look into an audience that's all totally. Asian people. That joke is meaningless now. Totally. I agree. It's, like, to it, it's super racist, mm-hmm. but yet we, it's, like, it's okay. You know? it, comes, it, it comes from us. Yeah. It's not racist. Well, it still yeah, kind of is. Exactly. So yeah. it's, kind of, it's kind of weird, like, and, like, not going to lie, like, I do some, like, I find, like, when... For example, Russell Peters is a mm-hmm. good example where he does his like parents and stuff. It's like it is funny, but then when you kind of flip the perspective on it, it's like actually that is like super stereotypical, yeah. super racist. It's like and yet we're promoting it. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're like you're not helping in any way. Totally, totally. So I respect that. So I think it's I think it's great that you kind of purposely say like mm-hmm. you know find another alternative. Yeah. Yeah. So do you see there's like a shift then in comedy in that sense of POCs? Like I think it's is it... getting better. Like Okay. Because you've been in the game for a while now. Yeah. Um, yeah, people like Ali Wong, who's just like, yeah, I'm Asian. I'll talk about it. Yeah. But also, I'm like a mom. I'm also like this crazy woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. I agree. It's and not... She doesn't it's really... just part of your life, but it doesn't define your life. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think she does that. You know, like I think... But at the same time, she's... Her whole thing is, like, being a mom and being pregnant and how shitty it is being a mom, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, does that get old after all? I feel like like Amy Schumer is a good example that where, yeah. like, we get it, like... But Ali Wong was, like, before the mom stuff. She was just, like, all that. That's true. My only idea of her is through, like, her Netflix Her new Netflix specials. ones, yeah, yeah. So I haven't seen her, like, pre-Netflix, to be honest. It was so fun to watch her. But now, she like... She really come on with, like, a backpack. I gotta watch that now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't really seen it either. Baby Cobra was kind of, like... And that was like huge to comedy for Asian, like the boom from that and the amount of Asian people that started doing comedy and Asian women that started doing comedy is huge. Because even after that, like Joe Coy is like another, Mm -hmm. his comedy was like very Filipino focused Mm -hmm. as well. Right. Um, So I didn't know him until Netflix too. I think Netflix has opened up a lot of stand-up for people. Totally. Do you feel like that would be something that you want to strive to achieve as your own Netflix special? Because there's so many bad ones. That's true. But there's also a lot of good ones, too, though. Isn't there, in comparison? The Ali Wong ones. The John Mulaney ones. Oh, John Mulaney one's the best. I felt like uh, Adam Devine. I don't know. I thought his comic special I never watched his. Okay. I read reviews of his, like, bad. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a comic that I ever, like... Yeah, that's true. ...was drawn to. I feel like prior to Ali Wong, too, like, the only... Um, comedian of color was like Margaret Cho yeah and yeah I guess it's nice to see that like with like the presence of like more spotlights on like Asian um, performers like um, like the movie Crazy Rich Asians for example Mm -hmm. really kind of boosted that like you said onto a whole new level and now like there's this whole new understanding that hey people of color are funny Asians are funny Asians are funny yeah this week alone they had uh, the Marvel announcement Yeah. yeah And then just for last, Montreal mm-hmm. announced their fresh, their Canadian fresh faces. Yeah, and three of them are Asian people. That's awesome, and that's crazy. Yeah, totally. So, stepping into the comedy scene, being uh, Vietnamese, mm-hmm. do you feel like you were? Did you feel like that was like a, a handicap for you? No, I think if anything, it was it was an advantage because mm-hmm. I think a lot more producers want to have a diverse show. Right. Everybody, I think a lot of the people I like would like more diversity to their shows. Yeah. There's just not a lot of us. Totally. We're doing our third Yellow Fever show. Yeah. We've, we're going to have one person who's done all three. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of repeats just because there's not enough Asian comics to fill a show three times with three different people. 
or three different groups of people. Totally. And I feel like it, like when people see that, it's like, they think, oh, I can do that too. Yeah. And that was, that's our big goal of that is like, Mm -hmm. oh, we can do this show in front of a lot of Asian people. Yeah. Show all these different versions of ourselves. Right. And then someone will be like, oh, I do identify with that. I can do this. And then we'll get another person. Totally. I mean, the market, like there's so much, right? Like why Mm -hmm. can't anybody who feels like they can do it, do it? Mm-hmm. So I think it's really great that you just never see of... yourself doing it. No, I never saw myself doing it. Definitely, Although, especially watching club shows and all the like the stereotypical Asian people, like Dat Fan, who won uh, what was it, Last Comic Standing? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> well, even like um, what's it called? Uh, there was I can't remember. There's like that American talent, America's Got Talent, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. There's this Asian magician that's doing his rounds around like the world too. Like he won. Yeah, exactly. Shing Ling, I think his name was. But yeah, it's like Asian people want to support. Yeah, we exactly. Were... We do want to support. Ali Wong, four sold out shows in Vancouver. And yes. probably like all of them were Asians in like in the audience oh, yeah, too. Because people want to see it. Yeah. The first Yellow Fever we did, we were like, is this even gonna work? We yeah. did it on a Wednesday because we had no faith in ourselves. <laughs> and then sold out the place. And we're like, this is insane. Totally. We the city wants this, and we should do it. So your third one is coming out? It's coming up in August. I think it's the 24th. It'll be the Saturday. Oh. At, yeah, it's moving on up at uh, Redgate on Main and 2nd. Oh, nice. Tw- we got to mark that down. Yeah, totally. We'll definitely check it out. This will be our second time checking it out. Yeah. So cool. I think what's really cool, too, is the audience. It's like... Because you never... I never see that looking into a crowd. Yeah. It's like you... Like, wow, like, Asians like me yeah. are all here yeah. supporting yeah. this thing that's for Asians, you yeah. know, by Asians, you know? I think that's really great. Um, But on top of that, too, it's like, not only do you have, like, Asians like us, but it's like, there's a diversity of Asians, too. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you have, like, LGBTQ Asians yeah. as well, and it's like half Asians as mm-hmm. well, and it's just like, it's so diverse, the audience, that it's really, I don't know, it's it just makes me kind of proud, you know what oh, I yeah. mean? That's yeah. one of the most, like heartwarming things to, to walk on stage and to see that and it's like it just feels great yeah and i'm so happy so that it works hopefully you know in a few years time you'll be doing like an even larger venue <laughs> like roger stadium or something like that you know what i mean <laughs> that seems scary <laughs> <laughs> well, when you make it big maybe the rio yeah the rio's don't, fun i love the rio don't forget about us yeah exactly yellow packaging yellow what now yellow box you mean yellow fever that's something it's it's called yellow fever cool it's really cool to see like i cried a little bit because it was just like at the end of the show like everyone was just like clapping and cheering oh my god this is so oh yeah i got very emotional at the end of both of them like it's it's nice to see that yeah totally you know when you grew up like i grew up in surrey yeah it's like all white people where i lived i grew up in edmonton yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, what are you complaining about? Okay, well, there was a black kid in my class. There was me and him, and then the rest of them were white. But yeah, I was like, I was always Chinese. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a Chinese girl. It's like, I'm Filipino. Yeah. I'm like, I'm Asian. Well, I went to Catholic school, so my half of my school is Filipino. Yeah. When I... <laughs> They're like, ah, the Vietnamese guy. Yeah, oh. yeah. They knew I wasn't one of them. So you went to Catholic school in Edmonton? Uh, in right? Surrey. In Surrey, okay. Yeah. So now that we're talking about, like, growing up, um, Growing up in Edmonton, mm-hmm. you were probably a major minority. Oh, for sure. In Edmonton. Yeah. I probably was the only Asian kid in my class that I can think of. But did you understand that? No. You didn't. I only realized that, like, growing up. And, like, I do have that thing where I am not Asian enough for Asian people. Yeah. That's like, such I a true thing. I constantly get called whitewashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, a banana, for yeah. example. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think because I just never was around a lot of Asian people. And my mom, because they, my family were refugees from the Vietnam War. Mm -hmm. And my mom wanted to learn English. So she just never spoke Vietnamese in the house. Right. So it was just English in the house and I never learned. So you even, do you understand it? Barely. Barely. I can catch like one or two words and hopefully piece together something. Yeah. But (laughs) no, not at all. That's crazy. Wow, that's awesome. I'm a real disappointment when I go to a pho restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Do they look at you and just assume you're Vietnamese though? I think every Asian restaurant, they will assume they will, I've gotten... They'll just speak their native language. They will yeah. always speak it to me. And then I'm like, oh, hello. And yeah. like, never mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Here's be, the English menu. And just be mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, I'm disappointed. Here's your, here's the white menu. And then you even say the number. You're like, 42. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can't pronounce it. 42, please. 42. Exactly. March. So do you find that, um, like, 
because you grew up in Edmonton, your mm-hmm. mom only spoke English to you. Do you feel like there's a disconnect between like Madhuvu and the Vietnamese Madhuvu in a sense? You know what I mean? Like, is there any kind of cultural connection there, for you? There is no separate. No. It's just like. Do you, do you like define yourself as Vietnamese or do you like, yeah. you know how when you like, I don't know, like for me, it's like when I, when I say I'm Chinese, I don't really feel like I'm Chinese. I mm-hmm. feel like I'm like, not, not like Canadian, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, does that make sense? It's like, there's no like distinct identity. Yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds very familiar. So like your family, like your mom's like sisters or brothers, yeah, I don't know if they have any. Like, four brothers, one four. sister. So when you see them, I'm assuming they speak Vietnamese really well, right? No. Oh, no, they don't. Oh. They speak it very poorly, too. So are they all, like, were they all refugees then? Or They all, yeah, they all escaped the war. But my brothers were, like, five and under. Yeah. And then I was born 12 years later oh. in Edmonton. Got it. Wow. So, Understood. So I'm the... Surprise! I was the, the accident baby. <laughs> <laughs> the bless, The blessing. The blessing. <laughs> Surprise blessing. <laughs> So do your brothers speak Vietnamese then or no? They can all speak it, but like... So you got so you, you kind of got shafted there then, I right? did, but when like we're at family events and they all speak it, the other family laugh at them because they're very bad at it. Yeah. But then I also am not close to any of my relatives because I don't ever speak Vietnamese. Right. Do you, do you kind of wish that you were... Like your mom did teach you how to speak Vietnamese? Yeah. I think learning everything is great. Yeah. Love to yes. have that in my back pocket to be able to speak another speak language. Speak another yeah. language, like communicate with a relative who doesn't know how to speak. I want to go to Vietnam. That'd yeah, be great. Totally. But the whole time, everybody would be so mad at me. They're like, <laughs> you, you don't... look like us, but you do not talk like us and you cannot understand us. I'm sorry. And they just look at you like you're this kind of weird thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that scares me of really going to Vietnam. Could you, is it too late to learn then? Could you, like, was it not? I probably could. It might be harder to pick up, but I feel like you kind of understand a bit of it already, right? Like kind of like a baseline knowledge. Yeah. Getting words, I think, would be easy. I don't know how the grammar works. Yeah. Just like ESL. Yeah. English. I mean. VSL. VSL. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally, I totally understand where you're coming from when you say like, if you go to Vietnam and they would, they would look at you, but kind of like not be, not angry at you, but like. Like, who are you? Disappointed. You know, yeah, disappointed. Yeah, you exactly. Like, you, you fucked up. Totally. Because, like, when I go to China, for example, like, mm-hmm. like the people, the locals there, and I go to, like, mainland China, like, like the boonies, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, they stare at me, and they start speaking to me in, like, this, like, dialect, and I I don't respond. I look like an idiot. Yeah. And they just, like, I feel like... Shamed. Yeah, shamed. Yeah, yeah. Shamed. And it's yeah. like, I feel like an outcast. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, why don't you speak Chinese or... All this stuff. It's yeah. like, well, I wasn't born there. So I was born yeah. in Canada and I was raised like... I still listen to country music. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? It's like... I'm a weird person. Get over it. Cowboys. Yeah. I know that like definitely growing up, it's like I learned English first, right? Mm-hmm. So I never, I didn't understand how to speak Chinese. And then my mom's friends from like uh, Hong Kong came over and they're like, your child's a disappointment because they don't speak Chinese. So then like for a good like year... All my mom did was speak Chinese to me, and I picked it up, like, right away. Uh, so, like, I get it. It's, like, the disappointment that comes with not speaking, like, your mother tongue exists. So, yeah, the family guilted your mom into doing it yeah, it's for like, you. Yeah, it's, like, they made her feel like shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, like, you shouldn't, like, that's why I was, like, do you ever feel like there's, like, this weird, like, who Maddie Vu could have been as, like, like the Vietnam- the person who, like, spoke Vietnamese and was, like, connected with this family and all that stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be such a difference because <laughs> I am not close to any family. I barely talk to my brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not close to family, I think, because I was never close. There's to... a huge age gap, too. Yeah, 12 years is quite That's a bit. That's huge. Yeah. It's like you're born and they're, like, going to high school. Yeah, it, I felt like I was raised by my mom and my sister. Yeah. And then, because my sister was, like, 14 years older than me. Unless is your sister your mom? I doubt it. Okay, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is my mom. You're your grandma. Whoa. <laughs> That's kind of a fucked up twist right Sorry, there. Anyway, that would involve a conversation with my family that we never have. Yeah. <laughs> so you came to Vancouver when you were nine. I came when I was nine, 1994. And you went to Catholic school. I went to Catholic school. And yeah. I guess that was your, like your first exposure to like different... Uh, Asian people? Asian people, yeah. Yeah. I think I like? still wasn't close because there was a lot of Filipinos and I wasn't very religious. Right. And they oh, that didn't... combo is awful at a Catholic school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think because I grew up, my family moved to Wally. Yeah. 
And my mom didn't want me to go to school in Wally because mm. it's scary. The reputation. The right. reputation yeah. of how it's it is. It's still scary, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I worked by there. So, yeah, it's scary. Yeah. And my mom sent me to Catholic school because she was like, it's safer there. And I didn't mind. I don't. It's like, whatever, I'll wear a uniform. Yeah, if I look good in the uniform. Oh, fake. <laughs> it's just collared shirts. I think that's why I wear so many collared shirts still. I just grew up always wearing a collared Can't shirt. Do you yeah. still define with as like uh, like Catholic? or? I never did. No, you never did. So yeah. it's just more like a, a like sham. I just like went. A, I was just there. For the outfits. Yeah. I feel like I Catholics are more accepting of, of like people that just like join whereas no. christians are like no you gotta like it's not true no so, i um... hung out with the stoners because they were the only like i didn't smoke pot i don't smoke pot and that's who i hung out with just because i was like they're cool yeah and they're not weird about any religious stuff like everybody else is yeah i think the catholic church is a little more strict like so i have a friend she wants to get her daughter baptized but they don't go to really to a church here so they the church made them do like counseling sessions at the church and now she's from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. She has to get her birth certificate sent to the church to let them know that she went to church in the Philippines. It's like this whole thing. So now her daughter, they're still waiting for their daughter to get baptized. Oh, my God. Because they need birth certificates and also the baptism birth certificate, too. They need a lot of proof. A lot of proof of who you are. Yeah, that you love Jesus and you're Catholic. That's like the POC thing. It's just like you're not Catholic enough. Yeah. Sorry. Prove it. You got to prove it now. That's another that's another thing right there for you. Maybe it's like another uh reason why you don't feel like you're you're you you're uh you're a fraud in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't until the university that I, that I hung out with more Asian people and did more like going into Richmond and having more different foods and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So was... being being the age you are, did you ever go through the phase of um Do you remember this website called Asian Avenue? Yep. And like Asian Pride and all that stuff? Yeah. It was like what, maybe 1999, 1998, like late 90s. Yeah, it was like the first kind of like websites I was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being on there. It's kind of crazy how that came and kind of went. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And now it's like it's coming back in a new way, though. Is it? Well, like you know, like like this whole like presence of like Asian people can do stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I always felt weird on that site though. I think because that like lack of Asianness that I felt. (laughs) I was like, I don't know what half of these people are talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Do you still feel like? Do you still feel like that now where you don't really fit in with the Asians or? Yeah. Um, I still don't have a lot of like Asian friends. <laughs> it's a small group. Like Yellow Fever is the most Asian thing I have. Yeah. I have a curiosity. Oh, me, sorry. What was your name on Asian Avenue? Oh, I do not Is it remember. like a weird one? Like, you know, it was probably weird. weird. It was probably super weird. I don't remember what it would be. Yeah. It was um, Bay, B-A-Y. Capital B sparkles with a Z. Yeah, we love misspelling things. <laughs> B sparkles. Z-Z-Z-Z. That was like the time of like ICQ and all that stuff. We're yeah. using all the asterisks yeah, yeah. and squiggly lines. Back in the day. What a time! What Definitely. a simple time back then. Yeah, yeah. I would go home and I am my friends. And now it's just on my phone and always. It's such a nostalgic thing though to think about for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, that's cool. Um, so tell me, what other gigs do you have coming up? I have, I don't know, when does this come out? Um, this will probably come out, what day is it today? It's Tuesday? It'll probably come out... Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. At well, the latest. You would have missed Craft and the Furious. That's on Friday. I'll try and get it out before then. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. I, Craft and the Furious is stupid and only for me. No way, it's awesome. <laughs> we watch... a good turnout, don't you? No. We oh. walk audience members all the time. Because <laughs> it's the stupidest show. It's a, We're watching Fast and the Furious and a panel of comics makes jokes over it. So you don't even get to watch the movie. And then the lights are on so people can do crafts. This It's only for me. It's uh, it's going to be my birthday show. Oh. So that's why we're doing it. So it's your birthday on Friday? My birthday is on Tuesday, but I wanted a Friday show. Like next Tuesday? Yeah, next Tuesday. <laughs> I was like, Cause today is Tuesday. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. <Next> Tuesday. <laughs> um, what else do I have? I have Blood Feud. That's every month, third Saturday. Um, and then Yellow Fever is coming out on the 24th. And then the big thing is the uh, online voting for Sirius XM. Right. There's like a video you can watch of my audition that we did at Yuck Yucks. Cool. And, uh, I'm very excited. Um, Are you the only Asian no. finalist? No, there's another one. No. There's a Ooh, co- hard to vote. <laughs> a, we get, you get three votes. You can vote for all, for all of us. I think there's me and Andrea. Andrea's a local comic. Okay. And she's, her and I get along great because we both kind of have the same 
kind of outlook of comedy and Asian perspective of yeah. like don't just be a stereotype yeah of. totally so she's Asian too yes okay she's actually an immigrant straight up immigrant oh Even what's better. her background do you know Chinese Chinese I'm gonna check mm-hmm. that out mm-hmm. all great. my votes for you all three <laughs> thank you can you it. repeat votes like can you re- vote like you can like... vote every day you can vote on multiple devices nice yeah hint oh. hint <laughs> guys how many devices do you have at home? I have like four. You can vote for Isa. You can vote for all the unborn children. <laughs> There's not even like a login. You just go to the website and just click vote and it's done. I'm going to do it on every library yeah. computer in here. <laughs> yeah, you well, you can just do it on one computer, right? Oh, yeah. It doesn't right. matter. It's my IP. Oh, it's so my IP. Whatever. Wait, does IPs work by different computer or is it the internet? Each computer has their own IP. Yeah. Okay, so. got it. There you go. Sweet. Then I will be here all day. <laughs> I and appreciate we, it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Maddie Boo. But then if you want, because Jocelyn voted for you, like, on... I'll take you out for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> shout out. It's great. With yeah. that 25 grand you have? <laughs> take you to Taco Bell. Yeah. I'm really hungry. You can have a chalupa. I'll bring Issa. She's my plus one. Perfect. <laughs> so if they want to see your yuck videos, they can go on themaddieboo.com. Is that right? Yeah, everything I have on social media is the Maddie Boo. Real, like, SEO management on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like my Instagram the most. I think that's my favorite platform. So I think everything will be there always. Cool. It's nice because every platform is different. Mm-hmm. Like, your Twitter one is so funny. Thank you. Um, I it's just, very stupid. Yeah, let's so talk about stupid, that. Let's talk about I the tweet it. of the it's year. So, I want to so hear about good. this. Oh, you haven't heard the tweet of the year? It's No. So, my yeah. tweets are so, like, so gross compared that... to my regular comedy, I think. <laughs> so how did that work? Did you, were you nominated? Did yeah, someone, someone nominated me, and then, it's all very silly. So I don't even know who, the, who picked or any of this. Because it's good. This is the winner. Tweet of the year. Let's hear it. Okay. Coming home at the same time as your skip the dishes order is basically like coming at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) It is the same. That's a really good metaphor. Metaphor? No. What's the simile? Yeah. Yeah. I... What bothers me about that tweet is I know one of the words should be changed. That first coming should be like arriving home at the same time. Because it's like I've already picked apart what's wrong with this tweet. <laughs> oh, you're right. This can't be a winner. Yeah, yeah that's true. This <laughs> tweet is trash. You're a fraud. <laughs> is this from experience? Yeah. Was, uh, I was ordering Chinese food from the SkyTrain. Nice. And I was like, oh, it'll be in 30 minutes. So I timed it. I'm like, I should be 30 minutes away from home. Yeah. And then I got to my door and the guy buzzed. And it goes to my cell phone. Yeah. And I was like, I'm right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> for real? Yeah. And then you're like, huggies. <laughs> Besties. I've been waiting for you for so long. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Let, I kind of want to go on a tangent here, but sure. skip the dishes, okay? Mm-hmm. Uber Eats, DoorDash, all these apps. Do you feel like, because recently I've been discovering, it's pretty expensive to order from those sites. Yeah. Like, on you're top, paying for your laziness. Yeah. And like. I, like on some places they mark up the cost yeah. on the food then the app charges you a service fee yeah and there's a delivery fee and your tip and then your tip so i was like for example like chipotle for example i was ordering chipotle and like the burrito only cost like 11 dollars, and then with tip and like service fees and everything it was like 20 bucks i was like wait a minute that alone it's like double the cost it's so hard to see convenience fee it is yeah. convenience fee you're totally it's worth it is it I will sit on skip the dishes like, do I want to pay an extra $10 to get this? Totally. Or should I just, I have a little scooter. It's very stupid. You have a scooter? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Should I jump on my scooter and just go pick it yeah. up? Yeah. So. I go through that all the time. Like, is it, I was like, what's, is my time worth more than like, you know, like, should I just walk there instead? Or mm-hmm. is, it, is, is it worth the money to pay for it? You know what I mean? If it's somewhere you can walk to, you should go walk to it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But like, what, what is walkable? Like 10 minutes? Yeah. 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Like... I think 10 minutes is like a walkable. Yeah, anything more than that is like too far then. Totally. And then, yeah, 10 minutes is like, you should have gone and get that. <laughs> well, yeah. but then like I have regret. Uber Eats or like DoorDash, for example, have this thing where if it's within like a five kilometer radius or whatever, then you don't have to pay a delivery fee for it. It's free or it's like 99 cents only. And that's how they get you because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, well, I can just order you it. You still got tip your driver. Yeah. Okay. So then, okay, going on to tip. So I read on like tons of websites and tons of forums that mm-hmm. the tip, like, yes, it does go to the driver or the delivery person. But what that means is say like, 
uh, a delivery, like a Uber Eats driver or whatever, is guaranteed like a certain minimum, say like $5. Mm-hmm. So if you don't tip them, then Uber Eats will pay them $5. But say if you tip them like $3, then Uber Eats will only pay them $2. Did you hear that? I read a little bit of that, that, but like, I don't know where any of this information is coming from. Yeah. And I would feel bad of just hitting zero. Totally. There's no way. So yeah. I could never hit zero on a tip. So then the new the new anxiety thing for me is when I order from Uber Eats, I was like, oh shit, do I have, because like there's a cash is king, so you should always tip your driver cash. Oh. So that way Uber Eats pays them like the fee that they're they're due. And then they, on top of that, they can actually get tipped that 100% actually goes towards that. Yeah. Does that make sense? That seems way better. Yeah, but then I'm like stressing because I'm like, oh shit, I don't have like a good tip together. I only have like two dollars, or like you know what I mean. It's like, and they do they see the like zero tip at the beginning? They're like, oh, this guy sucks. No, so they don't see the tip until after they deliver. Okay, so that's the thing. But you know what I mean? It's like I this... feel like if I tip them more right off the bat, they'll give me a food faster. <laughs> Is that ha- ha- from experience? Has that worked? No, I've gotten <laughs> the wrong food. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? What do you do in that situation? I called Skit and I was like, hey, I got the wrong thing. They're like, what did you, I ordered like spring rolls and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, what did you get? I got a salad. <laughs> like a, just a feta salad. I don't even know what Vietnamese restaurant <laughs> makes this. And then they like called back five minutes later. They're like, oh, it's the driver mixed up the order. It's actually their food that they bought. It's not anybody else's. So oh, it's, I'm like, cool. So only my order is wrong. They're like, yes. I'm like, well, bring me my food. Or you're like, it's because I'm Asian, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and when the deliverer like came back with my food, they're Did like, you well, eat his? No, I didn't eat. I didn't eat their food, but I got mine and I handed him his salad. And as he was walking away, I just yelled out my door, like, enjoy your sad salad. <laughs> what did you do? He didn't. I closed the door. He <laughs> locked like, it. He screwed up. Yeah. Like, that's, that's on you, man. Been like all over your window. Now. <laughs> too good, too good. But yeah, no, awesome tweet. Okay, so another tweet I saw was you tweeted out to Ali Wong. Yeah, I was. I was like, let me open for you. Yeah, <laughs> I want to open. Need a local opener in Vancouver. Did she respond? How I people book things. Twitter is my agent. Now. Yeah, I don't know how any other way I would have done it. <laughs> I was like just harassing her online. <laughs> hey, I'll be open for you. <laughs> how about now? How about now? That'd have been a dream. <laughs> I guess no response. No. Okay, she's so busy. Oh. So busy. Who am I? <laughs> Does she what? have an opener? I she probably has a uh, someone already. Maybe he'll get sick, you know, spontaneously sick. Who knows? <laughs> What's his name? I'll figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Ali might not even use an opener. That's true. There's, I've seen a few where they just walk out and they're like, "It's just me." Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, so if we're saying like twenty minutes is hard, she does what an hour show. Yeah, it's pretty intense too. Do you feel like you could do an hour? I think I would like to get there. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I know what your your dream uh, kind of goal to achieve is to open for Ali Wong. Yeah. I would love to open for Ali. Yeah. Then great. would you be a comedian then? Then would you never, take yourself? I'll never yeah. be a comedian. <laughs> You'll never <laughs> hit that stage. Yeah. I'll never be good enough in my own mind. <laughs> okay. Is that one other thing for your tweets? I think, are we wrapping up soon? Here? Yeah. Okay. Um. So you dropped a bottle. So you wrote... Dropped a bottle of laundry detergent everywhere, and all attempts to clean it are making things worse. <laughs> that really happened? Yeah. I dropped it onto, like, a, like a, I had a rug in front of my uh, washing machine, and I dropped the bottle of it, spilled everywhere, and then I just, like... The more you scrub, the more it yeah. sucks out. Yeah. I was just, like, do I put, wa- I put water, and, like, I wet a towel and wiped it out, and just, like, oh, this is just making more soap and bubbles. And uh, it just sucked. I just... Had to like soak up the soap with just a towel, <laughs> and I then I like, put the towel in the sink and just made more soap. <laughs> this sucks. It's such a process. It's it like, took so long to it's clean it. It's not stopping. It's no. not stopping. <laughs> like I have to move now. I can't live in this bubble. <laughs> so now I switched to Tide Pods. <laughs> I'm in fear of ever dropping it again. So I was reading this on the bus, and I just could not stop laughing because I just kept imagining, imagining it, like, totally. water scrub. I was like, it just got worse and worse. Yeah, well, that didn't you oh, see it was a brand new bottle. It was <laughs> so much soap. So much soap. So did you have to like Google like how to <laughs> No, I just I was like, I just assumed just like more towels. I use every towel I have. Well I'm sure your place smells like Tide it detergent. It smelled now, like Tide detergent which for like nice. a month. You must hate that smell, but I'm sure for a new guest they would love it. <laughs> it's like, not like my apartment smells. <laughs> I have a lot of candles. <laughs> Too good. All so, right. Yeah. I guess that that concludes. Yeah. Thanks for um, coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I had a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so before we'll we end things, sure. let's yeah. kind of do what we normally do, uh, sweet and sour, sour and sweet. 
So what we like to do is kind of start, uh, start, start, end the show with a sour recommendation first because we want to end on a sweet note. Okay. So a sour can be a shitty thing that happened to you, something that you just observe that is a shitty thing that's going on in the world or Vancouver or just whatever. Just something that's really bullshit. I hate uh, Vancouver theater sports. I think that <laughs> is the worst place uh, for comedy that they say that they do. Yeah. Can you yeah. elaborate on that? Like, uh, they they have an old guard of just like old white improvisers who won't leave. Yeah. So they can't even get young comics in. They don't have like there's very few people of color there, and they there's one guy right. Yeah, and he's one of the main problems too. Oh. Yeah, it's bad there, and they uh, they love racist accents and oh. they're white. And they're doing oh, no. a lot of like Chinese accents, and they're like, Rude. "It's okay for us to do it because we're comedians. Because we're comedians, it's yeah. funny." And I hate it so yeah. much. I yeah. don't like their style of comedy. I don't like what they're teaching people. So I, you know, I want everybody to stay away from making everything. Yeah, it wasn't funny. Coleman's always like, "They're not that funny." Yeah, and they're like rated R show later at night. Any rated R show in stand up or improv the worst show you'll ever see good to know it's because being dirty they think is the joke yeah and they don't have the joke part totally it's almost it's kind of like not amateur but like laughing at poo jokes or yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> you know they are funny but they're not really yeah, that exactly like, oh i went to this topic that's hilarious yeah no not yet <laughs> it's like an yeah. easy win for sure yeah it's okay. a lot of easy jokes now what's your suite my suite i think the opposite little mountain gallery yeah <laughs> the greatest place on earth totally uh, if you want to see comedy in Vancouver, that's the place to be every night of the week. Well, Tuesday to Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's shows there. There's improv. There's sketch. Totally. There's weird stuff. There's stand-up. It's run by comedians. Yeah. Every show is produced by the person who puts on the show. Yeah. So any of my shows, I'm the producer of it. Right. And any other show, whoever's hosting is usually the producer of that show. Mm-hmm. So all of their efforts are into it, and they believe in their show so much. And I think that creates quality content i love it yeah That's you guys awesome. are always having fun yeah like everyone's friends there everyone's having yeah. a good time That's what i love yeah i think it'd be so hard to be a comic in this town without that place totally yeah. i think it's great yeah it's like when i watch when i go to the shows i'm like that looks like a really fun thing to do and it's like it kind of makes me want to try it you know what i mean yeah that's so. another one main in 26 everybody go yeah totally that's another thing too i, th- I reached out to maddie because i wanted to do like a mom parent kid yeah. one because figured i wanted to do something it would have been so fun to do but just like logistics wise it didn't really work out little mountain gallery does not look like the safest place and i would i would feel so guilty of just like my whole time like with the show but like someone's gonna hurt themselves and this place will get shut down and then we're doomed forever but that's what i like about that place it's like it's it has this like rustic look to it that oh, it's got to really... be a little bit shitty. Yeah, I don't know. It makes it more authentic. <laughs> Everything I feel like. fun is a little bit shitty. Yeah, totally. We had to do Renos this year too, right? We did do Renos in the last two years. Oh, two years. And they're like, it's better. We got AC. There you go. Wow. So if you were ever there in yeah. the past, it was a sweat box. Yes. So now you can go to shows in the summer and it's nice. Luxury. Yeah. You're fancy. We now. had a fundraiser to get that money. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. That's so support awesome. local comedy. Please. Yeah, totally. Definitely support your local comedians. I'll be there. Cool. So what's, do you have a sour and sweet, Jess? Um, I do. Sour, well, no, not really. I don't have anything really yeah, sour that's fine. to say. Sweet, a, though. A beautiful life, but no sour. <laughs> uh, well, I could get into it. Like, our place is going through Renos, and he is supposed to be done today, but he got sick. I think that's every Reno ever, right? <laughs> oh, that's God. what we were talking about yeah, last time. Yeah, it it's really, like, is it this... Is... So, I've never heard of a reno being done on time. Yeah. And on budget. Yeah, no, both things are true. Yeah. Um, but I was looking into TaskRabbit. I don't know if you guys ever... I see their logos at Ikea. Yes. So <laughs> it's an app that you can use. And you can hire these people to do almost everything. Mm-hmm. Like lift things, mm-hmm. clean your place. So there's like electricians, plumbers, nice. contractors, oh, wow. home improvement, handyman. It's amazing. Should I just went there. Because average is like $35 an hour, and mm-hmm. if it's just like a quick thing. So I'm thinking about like firing this guy, getting TaskRabbit, just to finish shit up. 
Maybe. And then you're the general contractor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tables have <Yes>. turned. <laughs> so wait, is that your sweet or sour? Um, I guess it was a combo, but really that was my sour that kind of went sweet. But uh, my sweet is, um, well, Maddie Boo, check him on social media. Yep. Definitely good to do that. And then Great-ish. another thing is um, on Instagram, there's, gotta just have to check it out too. It's called BPL Gold. And someone posts weird shit they find at the library. Oh my God. Ooh. At this yeah. library? or at this library. So it's like weird books, weird titles, just oh, weird shit Oh, that's amazing. That's fun. Yeah. My favorite place. This is my first time here. Oh, welcome. Welcome to my <laughs> yeah, I'm place. a bad uh, person <laughs> who doesn't go to the library ever. You're like, books. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who reads? <laughs> no, she just likes them fresh. She's bougie. It's like, ew, someone else touched this. Yeah, I like, hate that people touch <laughs> anything. Are you serious joking? No, I'm serious. Oh, wow. I'm very, like, germy. Uh, like, I avo- I'm not, like, a germaphobe, yeah. but I avoid them if I can. So are you like freaking out right now being in the library? No. So many people talked into this. Yeah, exactly. I'm very far away from it. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to wash my hands a lot. <laughs> that is the one I'm thing I'm constantly about washing my hands. Yeah. I can yeah, as, I'm sure you're going to be definitely washing your hands a lot cuz I feel like in the library anytime touching like a library book I'm like my hands are gross. <laughs> it's true. They welcome everyone here. That's like the good thing yeah. and the bad thing about the library. <laughs> so do you carry hand sanitizer with you everywhere you go? No, I'm not that far but I just like if I touch a thing I'm like, well, stop touching don't touch a face and then just like <laughs> don't eat anything with my hands until I can wash them. That's amazing. Not amazing, but I'm sorry, but <laughs> no, it's, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's like me on the bus. It's like this hand cannot touch anything. Yeah, yeah. Like I be... can't even touch Isa. You're just mindful of it yeah, for yeah. sure, especially on the bus in transit. Yeah. I yeah. won't wear like I won't wear my jeans into bed ever because I sat on a bus in them. Oh yeah. Like, they are off before I yeah. my bed. <laughs> yeah, totally. Ever. Have you ever taken the number twenty bus? That is my bus. That is your <laughs> that is like the saddest, scariest, what is, kind of funny what bus. What is the number twenty bus? Where yeah, is it? It's commercial drive Victoria and Hastings. Yes. But like the half of it, so the half I live in is like a lot of students and like, because it goes at Victoria, it's the right. Vietnamese neighborhood that I'm just close enough to. Uh, <laughs> but so, not enough to so be like, part of it. Yeah. So, them, so that coming down, going to a commercial Broadway station is just like, it's fine. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Everybody's okay. But then I've taken the bus to like... D- from yeah. commercial to downtown. Yeah. Like, now this is scary. Yeah. I am terrified. I am too soft to be on this bus. Yeah. I took it from my place, like downtown, to commercial That's drive. the scary. That's the scary gap. The yeah, gap. it was so scary. Like, this guy had, like, a cigarette in his mouth. It wasn't lit or anything. We stopped at a bus stop. This lady starts losing his shit, like, her shit. She just starts, like, banging on the window and was all like, do you see the fucking baby behind you? don't smoke that cigarette. She's like, come out right now or fucking kick your ass. And she just kept like pounding on the window. And then Issa's just like, up, up, Mr. Just like, get me so out of here. Scary. And then the guy's talking to me like, what you talking about? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't talk to me. It's please. like, next stop, next stop, hey, next yeah. stop. Yeah, I love how that bus is like two separate worlds at just like one yeah, point. Yeah, it's like Gastown, like where Struck Tube is. And then it's a different, it's, just yeah i cried i was like oh i'm like watching this like oh my gosh yeah a lot happening for sure that's definitely one of the things with vancouver is just the poverty scene is so concentrated in one area yeah that you can really it's, see it's the switch very, like distinct lines of when that crosses definitely like uh i just recently got a tattoo from this artist who's from the uk and she was she was living like right in the heart of it but when she booked her airbnb they said nothing that about that problem um. And of she couldn't. Course they would. <laughs> would. Hey, it's scary here. But then she, she was like, I should have read the reviews because yeah. the reviews pointed it out. But she didn't. And then she couldn't get out of it. But she's like, I don't know if I'll ever come back to Vancouver because of that. Yeah, I can see that driving someone away. Yeah, totally. She's like, she couldn't handle it anymore. So yeah. I get it. It's a problem. But there's more to Vancouver than. You got to be in the right neighborhood. Yeah. Like, at a, there's a comic from Toronto came. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up staying in like kits yeah in like a weird area in kits and they're just so far away from all the comedy stuff totally so she hated it here yeah she just wasn't a yeah. part of it like everybody else lives in east van kind of yeah so like if she was closer we could all hung out more totally and like gone kind to of more things but i think because she was so far away it made it shitty for her yeah the location is really important i think mm-hmm. when you uh, explore a new city definitely yeah cool all right so my sour and sweet my sour is um 
You know how people carry their boomboxes around or just like their loud ass freaking speakers? People who think their music is great. Yeah, yeah and they're just like <laughs> blasting their like gangster rap or like their EDM music. It's never good music. It's never good music. And the people, yeah, it's like the people who do that always play shitty like it's no soft rock yeah exactly. just like booming it like no well, 90s like pop yeah, yeah. <laughs> like fine it sounds like a mall i'm happy with that yeah exactly that doesn't exist totally so that is definitely one of the most annoying things for me that i'm experiencing right now especially since it's summer everybody's out and about yeah they're blasting their music at the beach like yeah. while they're riding their bikes walking down the street with attached to their backpacks it's like it's so annoying it's like i don't want to hear your music no no one no. likes your, no one likes anybody's other music. Totally. So yeah, that's my sour for sure. And I'm noticing yeah. more and more people are doing that right now. So, and like it doesn't help that like Best Buy and all those places are promoting those portable speakers. So. Yeah. <laughs> I have one and it only stays in my shower. Yeah. <laughs> and like even when people are in their cars and they're blasting their music down Robson Street or something like that too. Sometimes it's like, you want to groove though. I, I don't blame the car people because sometimes you're just like, nah, I'm in my car. I'm jamming. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it for sure. Like there is a time and a place for that. But like, yeah. you know, when you're down Robson Street and you're blasting your music and driving slowly that you're, you're on the bus. Yeah. God, the people <laughs> on the bus who have their music are like, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. It's That's like, keep it to yourself. <laughs> I, one time on the 20s, some guy had a guitar and playing his guitar. I'm like, you're the worst person I've ever met in my life. I, hate I was you like, so much. would I like that or would I not? But I guess it may not be that great. No. Yeah. And what is my sweet? Um, I think my sweet right now is, I don't know if it's a sweet per se, but just how lively the beaches are right now. I think that's a really nice thing. You really see like how much life people have when the when it's sunny outside That's so nice i haven't been to the beach at all. <laughs> do you not like the beach uh, i'm just too busy oh yes <laughs> he's a performer yeah exactly and like i live right by chote lake so i'm like i'll just go oh yeah to that no, park. that's a nice yeah that's a nice park it's a fun park does it ski you on people swim in trout lake though no one does because everybody knows that's full of filth i've seen kids swimming in that lake. I, those are bad parents <laughs> yeah those, there should be child protective services just <laughs> sitting there and if someone lets their kid in the water Take that kid away from that yeah, parent because totally. they are a bad parent. And now there's like an equal eye thing going on I think there, there always too. has been an equal eye thing. Oh. Yeah. It's just like bird shit lake. Yeah, yeah. totally. It's That's so gross. Nasty. But it's, it's nice gross. to look at. It was nice when it was like frozen over. <laughs> it was very fun when it was frozen yeah. over. I loved skating. Like it really brought me back to like Edmonton. being in Edmonton. <laughs> I had so much fun skating. I went like twice in the same day because like, no, I'm going back <laughs> do it that's awesome quick lunch then yeah. go ahead back amazing even just walking on it was like yeah it was really yeah. magical can you still do that now or no well, we didn't really have a winter this year yeah that's true so I think next year will be a bad winter oh how do you know I think they they predict it'll be we'll have extremes so mm-hmm. last year was crazy hot yeah and crazy cold and this year is very mild summer and we have very mild winter so I think next year will be a flop. Okay, I'm going to remember this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, all, happens, this is all I've like, heard. Diablo! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't come up with this. I was told this. I thought, okay. I'm not a witch. Oh, my feelings <laughs> You're the are... true weatherman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, man. This is the climate change. <laughs> so I guess that's the end of our podcast. I love being here. Thank you guys Thank so much. Thank you so much. So uh, remember to vote for Maddie Vu on the GFL. Um, serious no, serious. serious. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But also download the JFL album yeah. on, you, on uh, Apple. Can you stream it on Spotify? You can stream it on Spotify. Oh my gosh. Hey, iTunes. everyone do that. And maybe I'll get $10 or something. Yeah. <laughs> so search for Maddie Vu on Spotify. Yeah. Check out his website, themaddievu.com. Yeah. Do you have Instagram? I do. What's your Instagram? Themaddievu. This is my Instagram. Twitter. And Twitter. Yeah. My Instagram's the most active, I think. There you go. Out of the. Check out, his cross stitch. Check out his cross-stitch yeah, on his website. That's only on my Instagram. But you have to be a really good detective to find it. Yeah, I hit it on my <laughs> website. <laughs> for me only. <laughs> it's really good. And then if you ever sell your cross-stitch stuff, please let us know. because You can always message me if you want something specifically. Do you do faces? I am terrified <laughs> to do it. Okay. I do it for Craft and the Furious. I cross-stitch like, uh, like a caricature of everybody who's on it. Yeah. And it's just like an outline of their face and like one defining feature. Oh, so like cute. a glasses or like a mustache or something. Oh, I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's adorable. And okay. also check out themaddievu.com because he has some pretty sweet profile pictures up there or a pro- professional photographs that, on there. I don't know if I put the chicken nugget photos yet. 
Does your mom have that photo up at her house? Uh, Any over-the-shoulder shots? She charms? doesn't. Uh, I think she, uh, so on the family wall that she has, yeah. it's my brothers and my sister with their, like, families. Yeah. <laughs> and then I took that. It was my, like, high school photo that's been up there for years. Yeah. So I took it down and put. That one up? That one up in a gold frame. Amazing. And I signed it. And I just oh, put it on the wall. that's so good. <laughs> that's amazing. To my biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, yeah, so vote for him on Sirius. Thank you so much. We'll, yeah. Uh, let everyone know. And when he wins, hopefully he remembers us. We're all going to talk about. If $25,000 changes me, I was not doing well. <laughs> Yeah, you're big time now. Yeah, exactly. Big time. 25K richer. That's still poverty. <laughs> That's all I made. <laughs> okay, cool. Do you want to play us out? Yes, I do. Yeah. All right. Sing along if you like. You don't, don't know, know the words. We know the words. <laughs> so we're not. That was episode 31 with Great. Follow us on Instagram at yellowpackaging604. Rate and review us on iTunes. And you can listen to us on anywhere you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow Maddie Boo as well on Instagram at the Maddie Boo. Bye. 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 Bye.